Okay, so what's really going on with Razorback quarterback K.J. Jefferson, and is he going to play this Saturday against LSU? We'll talk about the latest dealing with K.J. as well as Malik Hornsby. We'll get into what happens if Arkansas wins or loses this game against LSU, as well as talk about some new helmets that Arkansas will be debuting this weekend against LSU. It's all coming up here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Upside. Download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Thursday, getting ready for the weekend game against LSU, the Battle of the Golden Boot, and we'll see how all that plays out. Uh, it's going to be a cold one in Fayetteville, so that'll be pretty fun. But this is something that really started a lot of conversation and discussion yesterday, uh, dealing with K.J. Jefferson. It's been since pretty much the Liberty game I guess ended i mean i guess it was going on while it was going on but yeah it, it, there's been concern with kj jefferson a lot of concern and sam Pittman said on monday in his press conference that he felt thought the kj hey he was out there he, he felt better than what he did a week ago we we like the progression he's made he should be fine and all of that well it's kind of changed a little bit as far as what happened on Monday to where we are now. And here's just a couple of clips about Sam Pittman talking about KJ Jefferson and the uh, particular situation that he finds himself in. Uh, I thought that he, well, he felt much better uh, early in the week than what he had through a little bit on Monday. Didn't, didn't, uh, uh, didn't set so well on Tuesday, not a lot, but he, he threw certainly more than he did the week ago. Um, and again, he feels better this morning. So I don't know, you know, depend on do we not throw him and throw him tomorrow? Is he not going to play? You know, I, I, I don't know right now. Right now we're, we're getting ready to play Malik and Cade and, uh, and then wait on to see how KJ feels. So not exactly uh, the biggest vote of confidence that KJ will be healthy enough to play this weekend, but he was also given a little bit more detail about KJ and the situation too. We're going to talk to him, and obviously, if he can throw today, then uh, we'll we'll throw him a little bit more, and and if he can't, then then we won't. But uh, uh, that's kind of been a uh, talk to him before practice. He wants to. It's bothering him. He wants to be ready. He wants to play. He wants to practice because he understands that he needs to practice to play well. Um, I think we'll just have to wait and see it practice today and and see how he feels. Uh, we know he's sore. Uh, depend on you know what he can tolerate or where it's at. Maybe it's not near as sore today. I don't I don't know. This morning it was a little better, mm -hmm. so I don't know what that means as far as. Uh, whether how you know what kind of velocity he can put on the ball. So there's a couple ways to take this from Sam Pittman. Now you could take it in his word and say, okay, well, yeah, this is an absolute concern. This might be a problem. And KJ Jefferson may be having actually some serious issues. 
that may hinder him from even playing on Saturday. Or you could look at it as maybe possible gamesmanship where he's saying, hey, we could not play KJ, but we could play this guy, this guy, whatever, letting LSU know about it. So that for, therefore they have to prepare for different quarterbacks. Uh, it could be that too. Like There's a lot of different ways that you can look at it. But no matter how you look at it, it doesn't seem like it's a very good situation. I am going to be honest. I think this is kind of a, uh, a very duh statement, but if KJ Jefferson can't play a healthy, I should say a healthy KJ Jefferson can't play against LSU on Saturday, Arkansas's chances of winning that game, they were already pretty slim, but it may go down pretty dramatically. Now, I'm not saying I don't have confidence in the team. I have no con that everybody's just trash besides uh, KJ Jefferson. I'm not saying that, but anytime you lose your starting quarterback, your best player on your offense, and maybe one of the best players on the team, you you're just not going to not going to it's not going to look good i mean look at the mississippi state game earlier this year you know it's a different team different circumstances but without having kj into that game it changed things for for a lot of different reasons so i just don't have the full-fledged confidence that if kj isn't ready or isn't healthy that arkansas is going to win now we see crazy things happen in college football all the time i think it's more about kj just being that great of a player and that great of a leader. And I still think that against Liberty, I, I I don't know if it was maybe something that he, he was medicated with. Like, I, I don't want to make any sort of, you know, bad statements or anything like that. But I think everybody saw that not only was me, he maybe hurt physically, but mentally he wasn't there either. Like it wasn't, he missed wide open passes that he normally throws. So he, he threw a a horrible interception, which he never throws those types of balls. He didn't, he held onto the ball too long in the pocket. Like it just very uncharacteristic things of KJ. And that's where it becomes the question for Razorback fans now of saying, okay, well, if we want to have a chance against LSU, what's our best strategy here? Is it to play a not 100% healthy KJ Jefferson or is it to play 100% healthy Malik Hornsby, which is going to give us the best chance of beating LSU in Fayetteville at 11 a.m. on Saturday? That's the ultimate question. Now, I don't know. I don't like, again, we don't know exactly the situation that KJ finds himself in specifically because we only know what Coach Pittman has been able to tell us. But the one thing, though, that I will bring up about what's going on right now with KJ and Malik is that KJ when he was struggling so much on Saturday, many people, and I was one of them, said, you know what, you need to put Malik Hornsby in. Because I don't know if Malik Hornsby would be great in that situation where he comes in and throws for you know, 400 yards and they end up beating Liberty by multiple touchdowns. I don't know that, but I know for the first three and a half quarters of that game that KJ played, Malik Hornsby couldn't have done any worse. He couldn't have done any worse. And you could even make the argument that it may have been a little better because because of his speed and his athleticism and everything, he might have been able to put himself in interesting uh, in situations to where possibly getting at least points. So I think everybody looks at that and says that that should have been a thing that happened. Well, Sam Pittman said this, and this is something where I, I have thoughts on, and I think a lot of you do too. And this was talking about Malik Hornsby and KJ and, the misconception about the confidence that the coaching staff has in Malik Hornsby. Take a listen. Given that he, I mean, he didn't practice much last week and was a little bit out of sync. Does it make sense that he can't practice in full to go a different direction? 
Yeah, it does. You know, I think that's uh, uh, certainly Malik practiced well last week and and uh, and has practiced well this week, and and uh, we believe in him. Uh, you know, I think I think there's a uh, a misconception that we don't believe in Malik. Well, we believe in KJ. You know, and so uh, uh, I think, and I think he's proven that we should. Um, but we certainly have belief that Malik can go in there and we can win the game with him. I mean, we do. Uh, so we got to take all those factors in and see where we go from from there after today, tomorrow. Already, we know what's happened Monday and Tuesday, today and tomorrow, and then and then see where we're at. Okay, so here's my thing about that comment. When he brings up, and I, again, I love Sam Pittman. If you've listened to this podcast and you listen to my show, you know I love Sam Pittman. I, I have confidence in Sam Pittman. I think he's a great. I think he's going to be uh, still a great coach for Arkansas. Like I'm not giving up on him. However, I I think that when he brings up that misconception about Malik Hornsby and the team and the staff not having confidence in him, that was kind of created by the coaching staff. And the reason being for that is happening against Mississippi State earlier this year where you started Cade Fortin. You started Cade Fortin, then Malik came in, and everyone was like, yeah, there is a vast difference here. And then last week, when you're starting quarterback, it doesn't look like he, he even – I mean, any of us could have gone out there and did what KJ did for the first three or so quarters. You could tell something was wrong. It was terrible. You were down big. You needed to spark energy, whatever you want to call it. And you still chose to trot KJ out there. Granted, he did come a little bit alive there in the end. But when you have those two factors come together, it's not a misconception. That's kind that's like the fans see that and they start saying, well, you didn't start him when you should have when KJ was 100% out. And you started Cade Fortin, which was not the right move. And then last week, he, Malik didn't play a second, not a down. So the misconception was created by the coaching staff, by, by, by Sam Pittman. Like, I don't think that that's a fair thing to say where it's like, oh, no, it's just you guys are wrong about this. Well, it's not that it comes from nowhere. It's not that Razorback fans are being illogical about it, where they're just making up stuff. Like, they saw it. They saw evidence that would point to there not being much confidence in Malik. There's almost been some sort of resistance to playing Malik Hornsby. And whether it's true or not, that's the perception. And I don't think it's an unfair one. So when he says that there's a misconception there, I, I just, I don't know. I kind of find that in a way of like, I don't think it's the fans fault for that. And I don't think it's the media's fault for that misconception. I think the evidence would point towards there actually being something there about what people have been saying about Malik Hornsby, but I'm telling you right now, and we can wrap up this segment on this. If, KJ Jefferson trots out there on Saturday. And it is evident early that we see KJ Jefferson from the Liberty game. Hurt, not there, out of character, something's up, poor play, poor decisions, whatever. If he goes out there and that's what we get, and then they keep putting him out there over and over and over again the whole game, there's going to be a massive, massive blowback from that because then it becomes no longer a misconception. Then it becomes the truth that you do not have confidence in Malik Hornsby. 
I get you want to play KJ. He's the guy. I want to see KJ out there more so than anybody. He's the man. He's QB1. But if his health is hindering the offense, you have to make the move. Malik Hornsby, is he as good as KJ? No. But basing it on what we saw against Liberty this past week, I would take 100% Malik Hornsby health-wise over a 50 to 60% health-wise KJ Jefferson. And that's not a slack, slap against anybody. It's just true. And I will be extremely upset, and I know a lot of you will be, if that's the result that people start seeing on Saturday. So Sam Pippen and this coaching staff, listen, you're going up against LSU. It's going to be a tough game no matter what. Even if KJ was 100% healthy, it would still be a tough game to win. Like, that's the reality. But this better be something that this coaching staff really plans for, thinks about, and then makes the right decision. Because you cannot go into that game with the wrong quarterback playing and get down by three scores again and expect you to come back. Ain't happening. Make the right decision. Do what's best for the offense, for the team. Not for the player, for the team. Because whatever it ends up being, whatever your decision ends up being, that's what's going to be the impact of this game. But I just really, really hope that whoever ends up going out there on the field ends up giving Arkansas's best chance to win. Because you cannot have what happened last week against Liberty offensively happen ever again. Cannot happen. So make the right decision. Play the best guy. That gives you the best chance of winning. When you do that, everyone will be happy and satisfied with it. But just don't throw around this whole misconception thing when it's like, well, there's a little bit of evidence that points to that. Prove us wrong. Prove everybody wrong. Guess we'll find out this weekend against LSU. Folks, I got to tell you about upside. Listen, inflation's been killing us all. We know that. Like money, everything's more expensive. And I can't understand, you know, how even to dive into the inflation side of things and how it works. All I know is, is that when I go to the grocery store, when I go to the gas station, whatever it is, it's more expensive and it sucks. But here's the thing. With upside, you can be able to make money back on all those things that you use and buy every single day, whether it's groceries, whether it's gas, doesn't matter. Upside's the way to do it. It's an incredible app for anyone that buys gas, groceries, and dines out. And with Upside, I don't have to cut back, and neither do you, because I get cash back on each and every purchase. So to get started, just download the Upside app for free using my promo code LOCKED. It's as simple as that, LOCKED. For $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more, next you can claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside, Check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards and loyalty programs, you can earn up to three times more cash back simply with Upside. Upside users are earning more than millions of dollars each and every week, and that's probably why they have such a high rating on the App Store of 4.8 stars. So download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so uh, continuing on with the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, obviously the game against LSU is a tough one, and I'd like to 
kind of play the what if game anytime that this ends up uh, coming to fruition and, and with Arkansas going up in a, in a game to where they're an underdog uh, right now, at least uh, they are three and a half point underdogs, according to bet online. And on, I think I, I think it got as high as four. So maybe people start putting money back It opened as a two. But either way, people have been feeling good about uh, LSU's chances in this game. And rightfully so. I mean, you can't blame them, really. But I started thinking about, you know, what if Arkansas wins? What if Arkansas loses? What does this mean? What, what's going to be the impact and all that? Well, let's just start uh, with the positive. Like, well, what if Arkansas wins this game? Now, if they won it, first off, it would be an incredible turnaround. Like, it would be a statement that can be made by Arkansas, the coaching staff, by the players and everything, saying, hey, even though things have not been great, even though we've had struggles, even though last week was a disappointing loss at home against Liberty, we're not stopping here. We're not giving up. We're not quitting. We still have something to play for, still have something to fight for. And it would, I would think, honestly, and maybe people will disagree with me on this. I think if Arkansas was able to win this week, and it would be the biggest win in, in Sam Pittman's tenure at Arkansas. And in fact, I don't even know if that would be an argument. It would have to be. For sure, it would be the highest ranked team that Arkansas has beaten because they are number seven. I think Texas AM may have been like number eight or something like that last year when Arkansas beat them, but that ended up happening where they weren't that good. So without a doubt, this would be the best win that Sam Pittman has had since being uh, at Arkansas. And you'd be able to keep the boot home, which is always very important to do as well. But it would just really, you know, energize the troops here, the fans who are a little shaky. Some people have jumped off the ship. Other people are, are still hopeful. But there's a lot of people in the middle that are kind of like, eh, what are we, how's this going to go? What are we looking like here? Is it going to go bad? Is it going to go good? We're still waiting and seeing. And this would be the type of game to where it would change that and it would be able to make everybody get back on board and saying, okay, yeah, we've had some problems, but this was huge. And they're, this team's not giving up and neither are we. So let's try to finish strong. And you get to that six wins. You get to be bowl eligible. You, again, keep the boot. And suddenly you feel a lot better about the final two games against Ole Miss and Fayetteville and then Missouri up in Columbia. Everything would feel really good about it. So that's what would happen if you won. If you lost this game, though, and people may are going to probably scream at me and disagree, which is fine. That's what I do. The comment section is always really fun. But if you lost this game, especially if like KJ couldn't go and he wasn't healthy and whatnot, it's going to be more like, yeah, that's kind of what we expected. Still not happy, still waiting and seeing, but LSU's a better team. We're struggling, and we better find a way to win one more game in these final two games. Like, people would be upset and disappointed, and also it depends on how you lost, too. Like, if Arkansas just got absolutely destroyed at home, that would be, that would be really bad, really bad. Uh, people would really start jumping off ship then. If Arkansas kept it close made it a game and lost, people would still be mad, but it'd be like, okay, hey, all things considered, that actually ended up going better than what we thought. So it's basically where if you lose, people are going to be upset. It's just the magnitude of how upset people are going to be and the magnitude of how people feel about the current state of the program and about Sam Pittman and about the future. That's kind of where it's going to be because if you lose big, beating Ole Miss doesn't, it, it will be another really big challenge and then beating at Missouri on the road that may even become a challenge so this is big this is you just need to perform well be competitive regardless I'd love you for you to win everybody would it'd be great if you won but if you lost and if you're going to lose do do make it at least 
competitive. Do at least the things you're supposed to do. You should be doing as a football team at this point in time in the year. Limiting penalties, limiting turnovers. Don't do stupid stuff. Stop with the cute play calling. If something else is working really well, just go out there and look like a team should look in November. And if you lose because the other team is just more talented and they got more depth or whatever, not saying it's great, but I can at least live with that. But getting trounced at home after last week's bad loss can't have it happen once again. Just you, you got to get past that. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting boards, uh, sports betting info, stats, and analysis. So get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer to esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your sports betting fix. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so uh, final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I thought it was kind of funny that uh, against LSU uh, this weekend, Arkansas had this announcement, uh, at least Arkansas equipment, that they're going to be uh, featuring some uh, unique uh, decals on the Razorback football helmets. And I saw the saw the post about. I was like, "Oh, okay. So what are they going to do?" Well, it's not bad, and I'm trying. I don't want anyone to think that I think it's bad because I think it's really cool. They're doing the American flag hog once again uh, as a uh, salute to uh, military service, similar to what they did last year against Mississippi State, which I like it. I like the logo. I like the you know the American flag on the back. I like the the font that they use with the hogs and the Razorback in the back. Like I, I really good. It's really good. I really like it, but. I don't know. There's still part of me, too, that like always want to be like where I'm not saying Arkansas needs to change uniforms because I love the uniforms. I lo- They need to stick with these uniforms that they have. I like them. Maybe on occasion, debut something interesting, you know, like what you know, what, what about some some of those chrome helmets that Arkansas had that one time? I'm like, I really like those. I thought those were pretty good. You know, maybe if it was a, an anniversary of something or, you know, go back to a throwback of what those uniforms looked like or. You know, maybe I don't, people don't like anthracite and I don't like anthracite either, but I do think it'd be kind of cool if you put, you know, black, like did like black helmets with black uniforms, with white hogs and everything. Like some people wouldn't like that, but I think black would look good. And everyone's like, well, black's not an official color of Arkansas. It's like, well, no, but if you look at the outside outline of the Razorback, it's, it's black. It's got a black border. I don't know. I'm saying maybe I'm stretching it too much, but still, I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be cool just every so often. Try something. Try something new. Um, but just, you know, stay away from dumb things. Obviously, like the, uh, the what was it, the faded numbers that they had back in John L. Smith's year. That was terrible. Um, I don't like the anthracite helmets with the red hog. That looks like trash. You know, do something that just is unique and cool and people can get on board with and excite and get excited about. Maybe against Ole Miss. That'd be really cool. Do a blackout. It's a night game because you never get SEC home night games. I think it would be cool. And there's some concepts around there on the internet you can check out. And, you know, obviously you can give whatever you think. But, uh, I mean, again, American flag, hog, really cool. Salute to military service, absolutely. But I'd like to see some more stuff get thrown in there here from time to time. That's all I'm saying. Appreciate everybody listening in to Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. 
Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.